Hey everyone, welcome to the Goon Rules Podcast. Uh, I am Rob Cabrera. I am also here with uh, Marcus Torgensen, otherwise known as Taz. Want to uh, toss out a great big thanks to uh, Red Light King for the uh, Bone Shaker soundtrack. And here we are, my brother. We are on the other side. Here we are, 2021, outside the dumpster fire. We had talked about just kind of doing a BS session, so that kind of that's yeah, what man. this is going to be. I think that that's, uh, that's uh, going to be fantastic. And more, I'm really excited about a little BS session. It feels like forever since I last talked to you. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, it's just taken. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, because you, I mean, you know that I'm Jewish, so I mean, it's kind of a it it, it starts out earlier for me than everybody else, you know, Thanksgiving kicks it off, but where most people, you know, kind of have a break in between we're, you know, we got Hanukkah and then, and then, you know, obviously the holidays kick in too for everybody else. So it's like this great big jumble of, of holiday madness, you know? Yeah, I, it's very true. And I'll be honest with you. I think it's, I think the timing of the holidays and, and all of that is, was perfect considering how much of a shit show 2020 was. I think everybody deserved a little bit of just throwing their hands in the air and say, fuck it, let's have some uh, some reason to celebrate. Man, the the, uh, the dishing out from last year pretty much, it, it didn't accept anybody out. I mean, everybody got a little bit of it. Uh, oh, yeah. When yeah. you look at it from a concept of, you know, struggle me equals growth well god almighty that means everybody had a chance to struggle you know oh yeah 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 i agree a thousand percent and i mean what is it if you're not uh some some years you're winning some years you're learning some years you're doing both i think last year we were doing both yeah you're right you're right there was a little bit of you know yeah it was tough but I, I have to say, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It was uh, you could look at it. You could definitely look at it. The glass, the despite everything, you can look at it. You know, the glass was half full. You could definitely look at it that way. Yeah. I um, yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of people. Unfortunately, the the media and everything, just the deaths and the negatives and everything, was just so overwhelming that we keep forgetting that you know what? Every year has deaths. Every year has has some negatives. Like there's just there's 2020 wasn't special in that way. It just like we got kicked in the balls with it a little more than we normally do. But it's still it was uh, it was some people had a great year. I know people who are like 2020 was the best year ever for me. I'm not gonna shit on them for having a great year. Just like I'm not gonna shit on somebody for having a bad year. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you know? that's. That's kind of the way about it, though. I mean, the, the cool thing is, is that you can, you could take it that way. I think that's the alpha. You know, the alpha takes yeah. it that way. You know. Well, I, well, I, I would say, I would say more. Anybody who's had serious loss in their life or serious, uh, I don't know, uh, hardships, or I don't know what the word would be. You know, you you come away with the fact that some days are good days, some days are bad days, and. You appreciate one, and you learn from the other, and you just keep moving. So, you know, the people that had the hardest time with this last year are the people who have never suffered or who have never had any hardship. They're the ones who are like, what the fuck is this? You know, you and I are sitting there like, ah, it's Tuesdays. Indeed. You know? Yeah. I mean, so. I mean, but you can also – I got to kind of I gotta kind of step uh, – you know, I'll step back about it. You know, you're right. Uh, it's too easy to get wrapped up in the everything that's going wrong. You know, it's way too easy to do that. Uh, for some of us, I mean, I know for me, I easily fall down that path just because of, you know, the the tendency to draw into conflict and to draw into negativity. I'll say that that's my Achilles heel. So, you know, I have a tendency to be somewhat... Um, you know, looking by, looking for a devil behind every door, as far as that goes, and that and that's not what we're and that's not what we're about here. That 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 definitely shouldn't be what it's about. It's it's this idea of 
And I think that's part of this, the, the idea of goon rules. It's not, it's not just about fighting. It's not just about any of those things. It's also, in other words, the concept of mind, body, and spirit. You could take the goons, yeah. you can take the goon rules approach on all three, you know? Heck yeah, without a doubt. And you know what, though, in truth, who could blame you for constantly kind of waiting for the other shooter to drop or waiting for that devil to come out from behind and be like, ha ha, gotcha. Because uh, experience and life experience has shown you that, you know, the minute you start thinking something good's going to happen, boom, you get kicked in the balls or you get a liver shot. Honestly, from my perspective, like I look at last year, and this goon rules is such a uh, a manifestation of something good that happened. What I, I could easily, like you, could easily look at the negatives, and then all of a sudden I think about the fact that goon rules kicked off. What a what a phenomenal way to to enjoy and embrace the only good things. Or for I had a few good things, as did you, but. One positive thing for you and I is that, and for anybody else who's listening to this, is goon rules came uh, from the actions, man. Yeah. Raised like a phoenix. And I'm, I'm super proud and, and excited for this uh, adventure. I mean, because it could have easily gone the other way. I mean, because it wasn't oh, yeah. like right after we met, uh, you know, I got, I got, I got pretty ill. <clears throat> I was real sick. I was real sick for several months. Uh, and, and when I well, damn, like, I think I was, I think I clocked it down to 12 weeks. Something like that. I think it was 12 weeks that I got sick after Vegas. And then yeah. it was kind of like, I wasn't, dude, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm still trying to come back from that physically. I'm still trying to yeah. get my game back on. My energy levels are not the same. Uh, it, it, it messed me up, bro. I mean, right down to the point that like, even and, and doctors are going to tell you, they, they told me all this different stuff. Oh, well, it had nothing to do with what happened to you, dude, dude, my testosterone levels are down. I mean, yeah. my yeah. body, I don't know what happened to me. It wasn't even COVID. They called it like a type A flu. Some doctors right. have said that it could have been another strain of COVID because it was so early. Yeah. It was like, dude, that was yeah. January, bro. Um, oh, I know. I know. And I'm still physically jacked, like in in a negative way. Like I'm still trying to find my way back, you know. Um, yeah. the, my energy—it's crazy. My energy levels are like I like I'm having. It's, I've started looking into like you know like testosterone tree. I think there's a lot of guys in their 40s yeah. or 50s or whatever talking about this. But like, bro, I was damn good skippy. to go. What's that? Yeah. No, I said yeah, damn Kippy. I I know very much a lot. I know a lot about that subject. So I'm I'm right there with you. But the weird thing about it was, was that I was good to go, bro. I mean, coming into yeah. coming into Shot Show last January, I was in really good shape. I was doing real well, thank God. And after, yeah. dude, I'm oh my God, it's I'm I'm like, if I were to give an example, like I'm I'm one foot on the bike and one ass cheek on the seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's cra- it, it's weird, but I'm fighting, you know, it's kind of like uh, I'm fighting, I'm fighting. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taking that bulletproof mind approach. I'm not, I'm not staying down. I'm not taking no for an answer. No, no. Look, man, just because you got knocked down, you could have been, you could have been knocked right the fuck out. And I know you, you're going to sit there and be like, God damn, that was a good shot. All right. I'm going to weave a wobble my ass up and let's rock and roll. Yep. And that's what you're doing. I fucking love you for that. Yeah, that's and that's and that's kind of like something for for everybody, man. It's it's always it's always going to be something. It's always going to be there's always going to be somebody that's you know yeah. making things miserable. Always going to be something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know why not just uh, if everything's going so good? There's a problem. That's you got when, it. Like like when when everything is hunky dory fine, that's when my uh, my spider senses are like, all right, where. <laughs> Where's the baseball bat coming from? Yeah, I know I'm gonna get knocked the fuck out in a second. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, I, I hear you, brother. No, I hear you. Well, I so what? That you're you're up and moving and and shaking like that's. You know, oh, bro. That's 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 all that matters to me. Well, I'm looking forward to having you come out to Kentucky because uh, I'm putting my own my own gym together. Um, yeah. And I've been working really hard. I've been putting some cash into it and all that. I'm just trying to get everything I need. 
available, you know, where I work and where it's readily available to me. Cause I, I'm not really, I don't know about you, but I'm not even, I'm much, I'm not much of a gym person. Are you? No, 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 no. Those, I, I went through a decade of, of living in the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm so far away from that. It's not even funny. Yeah, me either. But, I mean, in, but in truth, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky if I do a push up. So when it comes to working out right now, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't even like to talk about it because somebody might be like, so what kind of workouts you do? And I'm like, yeah, I get up in the day. <laughs> you're, you're, are you, are you, are you a runner, Taz? Are you a runner or a walker? Because I, every time I seem to catch you, you're out. Well, I walk. Walking is the only way I get my creative process moving. But running is, you know, I'm going to go old school and you'll know what I mean. Running is I'm either chasing somebody or I'm being chased. Those are the only reasons for running. <laughs> oh my God. That's classic. Right? Yes, classic. Yeah. That's, That's right. You're either owe me money, I'm getting it, or I see sirens and I'm running. One of the two. So, what's your, you know, your, uh, God, I hate, I hate, I, I hate doing this. I hate talking about resolutions. So, oh, what's yeah, your, uh, you got one? Well, I would say, I would say that I have a continuation of my, my plans that I've been doing. Like, you know, you know what, I, you know me, man. I'm just, I always am casting out lines, you know, like fishing. Like, I don't fish for shit. I've never fished in my life, but it's a great analogy. I just keep throwing those lines out there, man. And, you know, sometimes I'll catch one and be good. Sometimes I won't get shit. Sometimes I have to catch it and release because it just don't work. So, uh, on a personal level, I'm still doing things to try to make me a better version of me. You know what I mean? Like from a from a uh, inside version, like my brain and my soul and my 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 version of me. That when I look in the mirror, I like who I see. That that's my resolution is ongoing with that. And I think that between you and I, that'll be for the rest of my life. But that's my my priority right now. Just to hang, just to hang tight to that original commitment. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah, that's funny that you say yeah. that make a better me that's uh that's one of darren saroy's things he says it a lot yeah yeah he's he's really big on that that's you know making a bit making a better me that's um i like that saying uh well i think there's a lot of validity to it if you have a better you then you're better for everyone else so there's a, a residual effect from it Mask, put on your own oxygen mask on first, right? Without yeah. that, how can you take care of others? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, it's kind of the same thing. It's more of the same. Uh, I've kind of resolved to, you know, looking at like, but I'm big, I'm, I'm big on small steps. So for me, yeah. it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's that Kaizen approach, you know? Um, where, um, you know, small steps, like I said, I said, you know, okay, well, you know, Cabrera, you got to eat better. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? Kind of like Jocko Willing says, we'll eat better. You know, know, like what I've done is I've cut out carbs in the evening, uh, trying to drink water, um, and stay at working out, you know, stay at trying to keep getting stronger every day. Am I, dude, I'm. I'm not happy with my strength levels right now. Uh, my knees are, right. oh my God, my knees are shot. Um, are they? No, dude, my right knee, especially after, you know, uh, that's why uh, this is off on a whole other goat trail, but I, I'm not really, I love football. I love the game. Uh, yeah. But between bar fighting and football, my bar fighting football, <laughs> bar fighting football and lacrosse, my body is trashed. Uh, it's yeah, absolutely yeah. trashed. Uh, yeah. and resolving to do a better job of, uh, you know, getting, getting, uh, <sighs> executing more projects and not starting any more projects. Okay. So, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you had a big, last year, man, you had a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire, no pun intended. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, too yeah. many. But I mean, but but a bunch of those have gotten completion, though, correct? Well, they're not so much completed, but they're they're on their way. Right. 
you know they're on their way right. with with thank you know thank god for you know blessings of of my god and coming across great people like yourself and um you know i, I came across the folks from rewebbed who helped me get the website for philo squared away and they're right. you know i mean yeah the the you know the uh, you know elohim or the god or god to anybody else out there uh you know he's He's put some great things in my great folks. Uh, he's been a blessing by putting some great, great, great people in front of me and putting me in contact with some amazing folks. So, you know, that that's worked out to be a, a plus as far as that goes. Um, but let me, so what about, uh, let me ask you a question. Have you, uh, I'm kind of on this mental thing now of uh, how I dress. Uh, I was going through the closet the other day found a couple of suits oh yeah and uh man i have had this itch to find a reason to get my suits on and start wearing a suit again am i the only am i the only one who gets that i mean well i don't know if you i don't know if you're the only one i don't have a suit uh but my uh i think this is the big reason why i enjoyed that movie john wick so much was because every single time he went and put on the, the slacks, the vest, a, yep. a dress shirt, a tie, and a jacket. Yep. I was like, you know, because I maybe, well, you fucking will understand this, because a, a suit means one of two things, a court or funerals. Yep. You know, and it would be nice to get one all done up and not have to go to a funeral, not have to go to court. Yep. You know, just... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hang with some good, good-looking people who are dressed to the nines, right? Yep. So no, I'm right there with you. I just don't have. I think. Uh, um, I think we need to do. Uh, I'd like to get with uh, Jason and Ben when we head out to when I head out there. Um, yeah. And I'd love to do some photos for Goon Rules. Um, oh yeah. In some yeah. really hot, you know, because remember, I mean, we're kind of, you know, the Goon Rules. Part of the goon rules things for anybody who hasn't come across that is is the uh, this idea kind of like the eighteen hundreds you know oh, gangster yeah. kind of thing where you know you, you you got dressed up to go kick somebody's ass you know I mean I don't mean gangster it's funny how that word I all of a sudden get a little uh, I get a little ruffled and feathered that wasn't gangsters it was just men and you, women yep who, you're right. Kind of went a little off the beaten path. Yep. Man, they, yep, you're right. Were Bonnie and Clyde, were they really gangsters or were they just people who decided to live a life that was off, off what the norm was, whatever the norm was? You know? Yeah, shit. yeah. I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for some of our law enforcement friends to be like, Marcus, Bonnie and Clyde were criminals. Quit talking romanticizing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, oh, it's it's true, though. I mean, if you look back, I mean, because that's the bottom line, is we love to categorize people. Yeah. You know, yeah. the bottom line is they're just yeah. people. You know, they happen to be, yeah. I don't know, I mean, whatever. Bonnie and Clyde, if you, uh, what's that movie that came out, Highwaymen, on Netflix? Yep, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. talk about that, how they got Bonnie and Clyde? I mean, dude, that that movie took the, t- dude, it took the romantic romanticizing right out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that it brought it down to earth quick. Oh yeah. But yeah. just, you know, the the idea of, uh, you know, putting a golly, putting a jacket and vest on and and slacks and, oh, you know, yeah. getting dressed up and going out and doing something. Um, Having a good meal. Yeah. Having a good yeah. meal, sitting back joking, and a meal would take three or four hours yep. because you were enjoying your 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 company that you're with. Well, oh. it was yeah. in my prior life, a long time ago. Okay. Uh, that was that was required. There was uh, that was not all the time, but uh, there were. There were times where it was uh, it was required. You had to have it was like part of the it was an unspoken rule. You had to have, you know, you had to have three nice suits available because right. there were certain there were certain times when it was required that you had to look yep. a particular way. 
success, right? Yep. Exactly right. <laughs> yep. Exactly right. Yeah, I'm right there, right there. You yeah, know, I think there's something to be said for uh, the the right the right tools, and and tools meaning uh, your your attire for what you're trying to accomplish. Hell yeah. Yeah, I learned that. Uh, so after I got after I got popped when I was a kid. Uh, got everything squared away and I got an opportunity to get into a professional field. I'll never forget. Um, I interviewed my very first interview at a professional engineering firm to, uh, to get my first real job, you know, where I was actually trying to set up a career and, um, I didn't know what to wear. And I remember back in the, you know, unfortunately back in that prior life, uh, whenever anything big was going to happen, you know, funeral, wedding, uh, anything in between that required a suit you 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 know you were always kind of told that you know if you're gonna you know, if you're gonna do anything bad look sharp look good doing it <laughs> That's uh, right. yeah. so That's right. so i was like all right and i happen to have one i had a suit i had i had a suit and uh i wore it to my interview and the crazy part about it was was that this interview my very first interview and, and here i am you know um you know i carry that scarlet letter around my neck and uh i sit down and i'll never forget the guy comes in to interview me and he looks at me and uh, long story short, I get hired, but he, after, after, as I walk out the door, he looks at me and he goes, you know, he goes, that suit tells me a lot about you. And I said, well, why is that, sir? He said, because when all else fails, you can never go wrong with a suit. Right. Right. You can never go wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to portray that you're completely and utterly serious about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, you know, good. Can I, can I elaborate on that a little bit? Far away. Well, when I went to go meet Avi, my, my club, a guy instructor, uh, to talk to him about, I didn't want to become an instructor, but I, I, we had arranged a meeting in uh, Montreal. And when I flew into Montreal, uh, it was like the fucking dead of summer, so it was like 150 million degrees. And when I went to go meet him, I knocked on his sister's door because that's what he had come to Montreal for. I was wearing this blue, uh, navy blue suit with a blue or black shirt and a blue tie. Like, it was ridiculous. And uh, somebody had asked me many, many times since then, why did I do that? And I said, because I wanted to make a good impression on him. Yep. And it's funny how, you know, I just was thinking about that because you brought it up that, when it's important, like you really want to make the best impression possible, you are going to wear a suit of some sort, some shape, whatever a suit is to you, you're going to wear a dress jacket and slacks. Yeah. And whatever else you got. Yeah. Yeah. I was always yeah. told I was always told that it depicts the fact that you're being serious about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's well fuck yeah, that's uh ain't that the truth. I haven't done anything since then, so maybe I haven't, obviously I haven't wanted to do anything that was fucking needing me to be serious. And I'm not being, a, I'm not joking there, I'm being dead serious. Oh, yeah. In the last 15 years, obviously I haven't done anything that required me to be uh, something that was so serious to me that I wanted to give a very good impression. That's, that. wow. I, I just had a fucking bat in the head moment right there, so that fell with me for a second, I'm trying to recover that's uh, that's deep, brother. That's fucking real deep. Yeah, I mean it's wow. it's something that we don't because I mean if you look at if you look at the idea of looking good, has been completely and utterly hijacked by oh God, yeah. a oh. bunch of God. I gotta be real careful what I say here. It's been hijacked by a bunch of people who have tarnished the, you know, like the name of of you know. The, in other words, the idea of being badass. And well dressed, with those yeah, two things yeah, being completely synonymous one to another, that has yeah. completely gone by the wayside because of the current status quo of the cult yeah. of you know cult of popularity or the cult of uh, of whatever current popular culture pop culture thing is going yeah. on. You know. Yeah. Well, that's that's evident by the fact of what fashion. There's that picture you've seen a picture of Cary Grant walking down the street in the black and white got a long overcoat plus dress slacks and a, yes. and, a, and a blazer and then there's a picture of 
some people that are dressed in a complete opposite version of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, complete opposite. Yeah. 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 I mean, You're if you right look, you. if you look at, I think that's all part of another thing about goon rules. I've thought about that too. Is is that with it being, you know, with us coming into this idea of lifestyle as well, you know, um, that's another thing I want to encourage our listeners to is is that you know, find an excuse to to get dressed up. Yeah. You know, find an excuse. Well, to- I mean, really, no, find excuse like find it. I, I, I'm sorry, brother, but our verbiage is what what sets the tone, right? But find a find a, a reason. Yeah. Right? Excuse is uh, is what we use to get out of jail, right? Yeah. Okay. Find yeah. a reason. Find a reason. Yeah. And, and it's it, it breaks my heart that we have to have this discussion that two grown men are having to say to each other and to everyone who's listening to find a a excuse or reason to go and get dressed to find a purpose or, or uh, a justification when it should be that should be the last thing we're having to say to each other or anyone else i mean i was sitting there talking hard. i was talking to the wife the other day about that whole idea that you know i looked at her and i was like when's i was when is the last time her and i have done a not so much a uh, well this is the last time we did a jacket required dinner yep yeah you know and yeah. i and yeah. i got thinking about that and i'm like you know i miss it i i really do i really do miss yeah. you know getting dressed up and looking good for an occasion man i mean there's I, I that's i think that's without saying so if anybody out there's listening well, I remember... no, go ahead. if anybody out there that's listening that's uh, into clothing and is some sort of pro at it message us at you know, uh, at the end of the show, yeah. we're going to go ahead and sprout out the uh, the email. If you've got, you know, if this is, if part of your thing is getting dressed up and you're all about that life, my God, you know, definitely let's bring that, let's bring that into the conversation. Well, I remember the, the time that we saw each other at SHOT Show at the, the, the bar, I remember, uh, God, what is his name? Ryan, Ryan Hoover. The other crop guy. Ryan Hoover. Yeah. He came in in a fucking suit and looking sharp, and I remember looking at him like, damn, brother, you look fantastic. My goodness. We okay over there? Hold on a second. Uh, this is, this is, uh. I'm not editing that out. That's just, uh. No, well, no, I mean, no, I probably, I probably break. could shorten no, that up. It was, uh. uh I got one, I got one detector in my house, but I cannot yeah. find it, and I can't figure out which one it is. That's low on a battery, and it is driving me utterly insane. Every day at the same freaking time, I hate that thing. At the same time, really? Yeah, pretty much at the same time, within about an hour. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a wired up system in my house. Um, right. I don't use it because I can't, f- I can't find anybody. There's literally no, no low voltage people anymore. You either have to buy wow. a complete system or you, j- you just can't have some dude come and fix it. It's not like just calling wow. an electrician. So yeah, anyways, that's part wow. of the show. I'll probably Evolution. shorten that piece up, but yeah, that's, that's life in the big, li- life it. in the big city. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah. 2020, 2021. 2021, man. 2021. <laughs> yeah. It's gotten off to a pretty good start, though. I have to say that compared to last year, it's gotten off to a much better start. Like I said, the fact that I, w- I got sick, what was that, the third week of January that we met each other? Yeah. Third week of January, got sick and was sick for 12 weeks. So, yeah. We're, so you're we're doing good, brother. Yeah, I'm already going to yeah. be ahead of the curve. Already gonna be ahead of the curve. Yeah, but um. Well, and, and on on a personal level, you know, last year, starting last year, uh, I was in already a pretty dark place. So I'm walking into 2021, first days in with uh, with brightness in my heart, brightness in my eyes. So I'm I'm right there with you, brother. I'm looking. Well, you just got done. So I saw you. Uh, 
uh, shooting the shit with the guys from Ranger Time the other day on Instagram. What, what was that all about? I didn't get to catch all that. Uh, we, the owner, the owner of Range Time had had said, "Hey, man, because there's so many new gun owners, like millions of new gun owners that I think it's five wanted, million. Like, what do you think about? Yeah, and we were just talking about the fact that there's because of COVID and the lack of training that's available. That maybe you know we have a little little mini series on on some helpful hints for new gun owners." Because of the fact that they have no they have no education other than online training, really. I mean, they've got fucking YouTube and any type of and, and anybody that they may get to online train with, and that's just not going to cut it. Like that's just not the answer. So, just giving them some options when you don't have most most gun owners have no previous training like you and I do. Yeah. They have no. They have nothing. So we're just going to throw some stuff out. We go. We did a few. Uh, little random things with a few people that fit the criteria of new gun owners and uh and we'll just kind of see how it goes you know what it's like though man the minute you put it on the internet there's going to be 950 million fucking keyboard losers who are going to jump in and be like well i'm getting this that or the other i already told the owner i'm like first fucking retard that jumps in and starts attacking one of the people who tried to you know we we put them through a little reality situation to the first person that does I'm finding their IP address and hunt them down and set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not actually No, actually, actually yeah, I'm, I'm completely about that. That's why, you know, this is going to sound like a complete cop-out, but uh, I'm working on setting up the uh, a couple of different YouTube channels and a couple of different Rumbler channels. Uh, I just got done setting up the Double Star Blades. For those of you who don't know, not only do I wear the hat of uh, being uh, this Mad Master's wingman. Is uh, but I uh, I'm a knife maker by trade. Uh, I run my own brand, Philo Blade Works, but I'm also the director of the Edge Weapons or Blades division for Double Star uh, Arms Manufacturing, which is Double Star Corp. Um, so I just got done setting up personally setting up the Double Star Blades channel on YouTube, and. Wow. Yeah, I did it myself. Uh, I've got all 25 episodes of the Chop Shop from last year up. Um, a bunch of other acolytes. But, here, but here's my point. Um, I shut off the comments. Yeah. I shut them off. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. not uh, – you know, I, I don't – okay, that may be, that may be wrong. No, but – You're preaching the choir. I just – I'm not – I didn't – I'm not putting it out there for comments. Yeah. I'm putting it out there for the people who are interested in, you know, taking the information for what it is and yeah. doing something with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I, I, the, the amount of people that have, because the truth is that those of those men and women that have actually went out and accomplished something are not the people who are making the comments about in a negative way it's some fucking idiot man or woman because it doesn't discriminate who didn't do jack shit with their life who saw a bunch of fucking videos or movies and are like no no this is how you should do it but fuck you <laughs> and i feel I, that, I say that with no no apologies whatsoever yeah fuck I, you yeah i feel the same way about it you know the funny thing is is i'm gonna quote it as crazy as this is and i'm gonna get hammered for this uh it, there's a movie Disney produced a few, or I heard, I don't know if it's Disney or who it is, but it's called Ratatouille. And it's about uh, this rat that cooks. Yeah. And there's yeah, a scene, there's a scene at the end of the movie where the critic has a change of heart about being okay. a critic and how he comes to the real, <laughs> and how he comes to the realization that the light, the, the realness, the reality is, is that his criticism in light of the reality of someone who creates on their worst day is meaningless. Your criticism means nothing to a person who can create even on their worst day. Even when they create the worst thing, they're still ahead yeah. of you. Yeah, that's us. That's a fact. 
Yep. It's a, you're right. And it is a that, fact. And I think that the people who do create, whether regardless of what venue or not, what, uh, what platform or what, what it is that you create, regardless, give a single finger salute to anybody who has anything negative to say, unless it's obviously somebody who you respect and admire, which sometimes can be bittersweet. Um, because again, any, we, we're lacking in this generation, we're lacking originality and creativity. Like it's just getting sucked out of, of, of anything whatsoever. So man, I'm happy that you created the YouTube channel. I'm looking forward to looking at it. I personally have just started a YouTube channel and ready to fucking sh uh, slip my wrist because it is not a, a platform that is user friendly. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, but uh, and I've and I've had this conversation with Ben. Um, so I'm happy that you're doing it, and I and I encourage anybody who's listening. If you do uh, create something, regardless of whether what what it is, yeah, don't give a shit what it is. Personally, yeah. let it out, put it out there, and yeah, cut off the comments because fuck everybody. Jack Carr did a a wonderful thing. He uh he took all the negative comments for his book and he did a, a video reading them out, which I thought was brilliant because it's uh you know it, it takes away the power from negative losers um and 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 take it for what it's worth it's some idiot male or female doesn't matter who's making comments that you never asked for on something that's none of their business just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that you have a right to sit there and shit on somebody no exactly and there's and there's too many people out there who actually believe that what they've got to say is constructive criticism oh yeah which is yeah. which is insane I mean, I get it a lot in the knife industry. I get a lot of comments. Um, used to get used to get a lot more, not so much anymore. Um, but like, I I remember specifically. I'll tell this real quick story. I was at Blade Show. My I think it's my second Blade Show ever. And this guy comes walking up to the table, and he been not so much. He starts kind of tearing my stuff up. And I and I noticed. I looked where he came from, and he came from this other booth down the way. And I and I he starts going over his comments and all this and and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this cat and I said okay well before I before I you know Barney rubble this clown let me uh um let me let me just hear what he's got to say so I'm listening to what he's got to say and I'm like okay because there you know the, uh, the there is a point in the scripture that says um he who speaks before hearing a matter he who speaks before hearing a matter is foolishness so right. let me uh, let me hear what this guy's got to say first. So he finishes, yeah. and it's and it's utter drivel. I mean, it's just utter. It's rubbish. So I asked the cat. I asked the guy. I said, "So are you a maker?" He goes, "No." I said, "Are you a?" I said, "Are you a martial arts practitioner? Are you a? Are you a? Are you a? A, a student of the blade? In other words, right. you know, have you spent a a period of time in in study of the history of all things knife?" Now, yeah. um, have you, have, I mean, are you, are you into the materials? You know, are you like a steel guy? Are you, uh, you know, are you into the material side of it? You know, are you into whatever, you know, are you, some people, some people are into that. They're into the material side yeah. of it, you know, materials yeah. and all that crap. And he's like, no. Yeah. And I, and, and then I, and I go, oh, okay. And now in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, what do we got here? So I said to him, yeah. I said, I said, um. So, are you an artist? Because there's a lot of art guys in the knife industry. Yeah. And he yeah. goes, no, no. I said, so, okay, so what are you doing? Okay, where, first of all, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, I just, I just got a job with this booth down here. And he was working at, I can't say it, but he's working at some yeah. bigger, large brand knife industry booth. Okay. And I said, wait right. a minute, when did you just get this job? And he's like, about three weeks ago. I said, okay. I said, so have you been in the knife industry? And he's like, no. I said, so, okay. So tell me where you, what industry did you come out of? He says, I was a car salesman. Oh, for the love of God. So I said, I said, okay, you know what? I said, you have none of the things I've asked you. You have no connection to the, I said, I can't trust anything you say. Yeah. I said, so your comments are, your comments are hollow. 
I, I can't, I can't, you know, if, if it would have been one of my mentors or a, a senior maker or a guildsmith or somebody came yeah. up and said, Hey Cabrera, you know, your, your Ricasso should be a little bit more like this. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, I've been a maker yeah. for 50 years and pretty much there's a lot of knife makers out there who were basically jewelers hiding as knifesmiths for the most part. Right. Um, yeah. And then I can take it. I'd be like, whoa, man, so-and-so just tore down my kit. Whoa, I need to, you know, I need to yeah. up my, I need to up my game, you know? Yeah. But yeah. when some schmo, <laughs> you know, when some, Idiot. when some guy who doesn't have any connection to anything, that's like, have you ever seen that movie, uh, Chef? Chef. Chef. Oh, with, uh, uh, with the, no, no, I haven't, I haven't. I was thinking of a movie called Burnt. Oh my god, dude, you need to see that movie Chef. It is yeah. there's a scene where he has a meltdown where the critic oh my god, it just you need to see it. You need to see it. anybody out there if you haven't seen Chef, you need to see Chef. I mean, uh the guy who who created the Mandalorian series who's very well connected with Star Wars and Disney. Um John Favreau. John Favreau. Oh my god, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now I've got the visual of what it is. Yeah, I know of it. Yeah, I know of it. I have not seen it. Good, huh? He, oh, it, it just, it, it, it just ties all that up quintessentially. You know, that idea of, so you have the artisan. You know, I don't give a crap yep. what it is. You know, your knife maker, blacksmith, chef, painter, whatever, whatever. Fill in whatever artisan, freaking glass blower. I don't care. And then... Yep. This idea that people will sit in this position of power just because they've got umpteen million followers. Well, you know what? The biggest thing is, is that the reason why people follow you is people love – first of all, people love to watch a winner lose. Yes. So he, this, he gets into this whole thing on how these critics crap on people's work when in reality they create nothing. They create less than nothing. But it's it's a great scene in the movie where he just has I'm this freaking oh dude he has a freaking meltdown I mean he just loses his mind they they're talking about like chocolate chocolate molten lava cake and which sounds very yummy oh my god which it is but the, the god that scene that scene with the chocolate molten lava cake is amazing it's it's hilarious you got to watch that bro it's a much better conversation <laughs> if it's a much better conversation if you watch it. But yeah, it's All it's right, well, we'll, it's good. Yeah, we got to talk about Chef. We're gonna have to do that. Heck, matter of fact, I, that may be a good sh that may be a good one. I'm gonna have my buddy uh, 76 Seuss, who's a chef out in Louisville. Um, yeah. We may talk about that with him because he's gonna come do a show over here with me. Right on. That's awesome. So we'll do yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's pretty, I think that's a fantastic idea. We'll table the chef conversation for when uh, when Jameson's here. Uh, right on. But uh, so you're so. I understand you got a couple of gigs coming up for 2021. You're going to be. I do. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in Florida uh, in a few days. I leave for Florida. Then for nine or ten days, I'll fly back and then I go back to. I end up flying into Florida, but it's a gig that uh, is actually in Alabama for uh, a group that works with uh, recovering children from uh, sex traffickers. Oh, bravo. Yeah, that one That one I'm excited about. Uh, I don't even know if I can mention them yet. You probably, um, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll talk. They, they haven't, we haven't even talked about them. Just, uh, so they've got a, a bunch of guys and girls that have passed their, like, the, the courses necessary for them to travel and, and kick indoors and grab these kids. And so I'm just part of a teaching cadre for a couple of days. Come in, do some things, and then... Uh, give them some education and smash out. So, yeah, no, it's going to be, a, it's looking like a big year. I got uh, technique, and I, I use the word cautiously because I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Right now, UK is in a complete countrywide lockdown, so I have no fucking clue. But technically, I'm figuring Australia in July, UK later on in the year. Like, there's, there's things on the table. I'm trying so hard to book stuff locally, like within... Uh, within the United States, because there's a lot of states that I haven't been to as a foreigner that I wish to uh, that I wish to go see. So I'm going to Kentucky because there's a certain handsome bastard in Kentucky that I want to see. 
Dude, we gotta check that. We gotta take this show on the freaking road, man. I I agree. I agree. I'm I'm all for that. I we gotta definitely take that. it on the road. I'm actually gonna be. I'm actually gonna be. Uh, well, for damn sure, I'm heading to. You know, if you if you take a trip, you know, you get a trip out here, and then I'm definitely gonna have to make a trip out there. Because uh, I've yeah, I've got I've got people out there who've been wanting me to come out to to Arizona and teach for a little while. Um, and I'd love to to get out there and, and see these folks because they're just amazing people. Yeah. Um, I'll be getting out a little bit this year, probably not as much as you. I'm I'm, I'm putting the teaching hat. I really want to get the teaching hat back on because um, I really feel like um, I miss doing it. Not just last year, but even right. the year before that, getting you know trying to get the knife stuff up and everything. It I miss I miss teaching um, a lot. As a matter of fact, it kind of kept me it kept me sane. Um, so I want to do it more. So I'm, I'm kind of, your brother's, your brother's a little envious that you're going to be out there, uh, wow. getting and out there doing it. And you know what's funny is I feel bad because I was asked a direct question. Do I miss teaching? Like going to these countries and teaching. And I'll be honest with you, I don't miss teaching, but I do miss you going to these countries and seeing the people, new people and old people that are excited about learning. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm. I like seeing people who want to empower themselves. Like, that's the cool part. Yeah. Um, I I'm, I don't know if I miss teaching. I don't know. I uh, I, I can't say right now. I'll, I'll have a better answer for you at the end of January. I'll see how I feel after January. Well, for you, it's 90, different, though. You know, for me, yeah, it's yeah. not my main thing. For you, dude, you're... You're on a yeah. completely other. You're you're on the other side of it. You're in a completely different situation. Yeah, yeah, true. I guess that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. I mean, I like, like I'm excited to go to Kentucky. Like I, I'm excited to go to certain places within this country. Like that's the thing that I miss. Like I've never been to Kentucky. I want to go to Kentucky. I've never been to uh, Virginia Beach. I'm going to Virginia Beach in July for uh, a guy who's retiring from the teams. So I'm going to try to, you know, go see his retirement and then see, you know, there's a lot of people there that I want to see, but go do some work there. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to meet people from this country. That's all I care about. This country is the best. I'm, this year is a big year because technically, knock on wood, I should be able to go for citizenship this year. What? So that is massive. Yeah, that's massive for the kid here. Wow. My lawyer says I should be up and ready for that. So I'm, uh, so if I have to start selling uh, semen and plasma and stuff to pay for that, so be it. I'm all wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. That's a, okay, right now, that's massive. That's a for big deal. World, that's huge. Yeah, for me, it's a big deal. I, if anybody is, ever been on my social media page and you've seen how passionate I am about this country, uh, becoming a citizen of the United States is probably next to Logan being born, I think it's the single most important date uh, since I've been alive, quite honestly. That's the, you know, I love that idea though about, you know, adventure, because that's the way I see that. Yeah. Dude. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. You, you leaving, you know, you know, leaving your your, well, you're you're basically in right now. You're an expat from Canada. Yep. So yeah, you're am. here, and you're like, well, you know what? I like it here. Yeah. You know, and and wanna. and to you know now now are you going to maintain dual citizenship, or are you just going to become a, a U.S. citizen? No, no, I'll maintain dual. I mean, because you can't you can't ever change who you are. I'm a Canadian. Yeah. Born and raised. You can't. And I have no. I have no. And I want to say that I'm proud to be Canadian. There's parts of my country that I'm not a big fan of, just like this part of America I'm not a fan of. But I I love being Canadian. My son is Canadian. I have lots of friends in Canada. But I want my last years, however many years I have left, I want my remaining years to be in America. I want to die in America. You know, I, I that's I want I want that fucking I want the American passport. I want to. I want to pledge allegiance to the flag like I do every day, but I want to do it as a as a national as a naturalized citizen. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. I mean, that that's that's cool. 
That's cool. I'm looking forward yeah. to a. I'm looking forward to the party to follow. Hell yeah! After yeah. you, uh, after you yeah. get all that squared away, that's going to be a lot of yeah. fun. As soon as I know. That's yeah, going to be a lot I know of fun. What's going on. You're the first one to know. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely the road trip. The road trip's got to happen. Uh, as this thing grows, I want to take the show on the road. What do you think about the uh, the the thing that I'm posting now on uh, on Instagram with the the members emeritus? You like those? those. Dude, I have literally got a million of them. There's gonna be one every. There's gonna be one every day. Good, good. Now make sure you tag me in the picture though, because when you tag me in the comments, uh, it doesn't necessarily show up on my feed. Roger, I'm still. I'm still learning. No, and and to everybody listening, I want if you're on Instagram, immediately go to the Groom Rules page and follow that because that is going to be the page to go to for 2021. I guarantee that. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Clint, uh, Clint jumped on right away, and then he, uh, oh yeah, I did. he jumped on right away, and then he sent me a message privately, and he said, uh. He did kind of the same thing. He's like, he's like Cabrera, man. Make sure you, you know, you do, you do this, this, and this in the comments so that people can get there, you know. And uh, I appreciated that. And that was very cool of him to do because I'm, dude, I'm, I'm groping my way through this thing. Well, no, well, one, you're doing a good job, and two, Clint never has never ceased to amaze me in in his kindness, and I will forever be in debt to him forever well and he I'm, he I'm likes to right. root for the underdog oh yeah he does yeah yeah he really he really really does obviously yeah yeah, yeah I mean, he's a good man yeah he's good people he's going to be coming up here uh we're talking february he's talking about doing a piece on me for military times oh beautiful um dude i'm 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 humble this, this is all so extremely humbling it's extremely humbling uh, he's talking about coming out doing that, and then he's talking about putting me in Hunter Deadly Skills for this year, this year's book. Um, putting me alongside folks like you, which it, you know, you and and uh, McNamara and and Dom and all those, and, you know. And jo- actually, matter of fact, the book yeah. that I'm going to be in, uh, Jocko's going to be in it. That's outstanding. So I'm going to be, outstanding. you know, I'm going to be in the same book as that gorilla. It's crazy that uh, that that's working out that way because my good friend Cameron Romero, uh, who's who's the son of the late George C. Um, right. Cameron's the one I've been talking to Cameron for a while, and Cameron's like, he's like, he's like, Philo, have you you know have you looked into getting on the Warrior Pose Society? I'm like, uh, I don't even know where to freaking start, you know. And uh, he's right. like, he's like, well, let me do some, let me make some phone calls because he's a connected guy, and then. Right. Dude, not even three or four days after he had that conversation with me, I call Clint because we're talking about the knife. And Clint's like, uh, Cabrera, you want to be in the book next year? And I'm like, uh, how about yeah? <laughs> yeah. You know, how about yes? You know, first, you know, I had, I had to, you know, I felt like the, I was fawning for a moment. Um. So then, yeah, you know, and then it was just crazy the way Cameron had said that to me not even three days prior. And then uh, Clint's been cool enough to, uh, you know, consider even putting considering even putting me in the book. Uh, yeah. And for anybody out there who doesn't know, Hunter Deadly Skills, Clint Emerson, the yeah. only Navy SEAL 
who served time undercover to be put in the National Spy Museum in Spy. D.C. Yeah. So yeah. incredibly cool dude. Um, yeah. And like I said, ex- extremely uh, – the, the man knows honor. Um, oh, yeah. Is just, just good people. Just I tell you, that's – again, like, you know, it's funny you were saying about how we opened the show up about blessings – in 2020 yeah. dude my relationship with you my relationship with clint my relationship with like four or five other people came out of 2020 so i don't know what i'm talking about yeah well it's sort of hard to sit there because it that was in the beginning of 2020 so it's sort of hard for us to forget about the really positive great things because the next eight or nine months was just a, a consistent barrage of like wrestling in barbed wire it was it was painful and, and uncomfortable and shitty. So, you know, it's uh, you got to cut yourself a little bit of slack. We just need we just need reminders. That's all. So that's all I did. I just give you a little reminder. Yeah. A lot of the good stuff that came out of it because it was it was a good year for a lot of things. It sure was. It sure was. And uh, yes, sir. I think as far as as far as for uh, this segment, I think we've laid it out as far as the BS session goes for 2021. Yes, uh, we're kind of recapping, yeah. folks, on. You know, him and I just catching up and allowing you guys to eavesdrop on, uh, you know, him and I just having a conversation. We are – let me got, let me let you guys in also. We had a guest planned up for today, um, and when we're going to go – I think we're going to go ahead and uh, try to – I think we're going to go ahead and try to record on Wednesday. i got to touch base with you soon to talk about, see if we can get a slot in on Wednesday. His wife uh, damn near cut one of her toes off. Um oh. And so the guest had to had to belay his um, he had to you know sit back and now he weren't able to do it, so um, so we just decided to okay we're just going to get together and hang out and do a little bit of talking but we've got um, Craig Caudill from Nature Reliance School who's going to be coming on here shortly we got um, seventy six Seuss uh, my buddy Jameson who's a chef out of Louisville he's going to be coming up. Uh, I have uh, tentatively spoken to my bro, Darren Soroy. I've spoken to uh, a couple of other cats that are getting ready to come on the show. I am just trying to get the tech side of it down packed. So, because yeah. that, like we talked about coming into the show, it's it's a, it's a, it's not easy. It's uh it's a, it's no, quite a, no, it's, not. It's, it's, it's a little tough without it's our, daunting, bro- daunting task. yeah, it is without our bro, Ben, who kind of helps me through the rough spots. He, <laughs> You know, he always seems to have the answer. So, uh, yeah, Ben Turpak's the shit. My okay. man, Bre- Ben Turpak, Basic American Podcast. Podcast. Uh, yep. He's the. Great podcast. Yes, a great podcast. Um, just want to go ahead and chunk one out there for today. Uh, today's show has been brought to you guys by, uh, going to go ahead and plug 100 Deadly Skills. Get out there, yes. get his book, get to the yes. website. Check out uh, violentnomad.com. Uh, that is going to be where um, one of one of my probably one of my best my best knife designs ever. Clinton has uh, picked up and made it his own. Uh, so I'm going to be wow. making and building that for him, and have designed that. Uh, but Clint's what to have one of those in my hand. That thing is going to be it's got, awesome. Yeah, I'm not partial to to them, but it, it turned out phenomenal. I'm actually going to be doing a lot of training and teaching with it because I like it that much. Yeah. So for those of you out there, you know, uh, check out the basic, you know, um, again, Basic American Podcast. But today's show has been brought to you by um, Hunter Deadly Skills. Get the book. Get the skills. Yes. Uh, ViolentNomad.com. Clint Emerson. Get over there and check him out. Check out Marcus. Marcus, what's your uh, what's your website? I know you got your website and you got your hey, stuff yep, squared away now. Triple Right on, right on. And uh, this is yep. uh, and, and for those of you out there that follow the Goon Rules, check out our Instagram. We uh, got a lot of useful information coming up on there. Not too much longer. Uh, Marcus and I are going to be dropping plugs. We've got a couple of other guys that are, um, as a matter of fact, Rico Cortez. Uh, if you check out our Instagram, we're going to be dropping him on there, too. He's one of our CQC coaches. Uh, pretty bad dude in his own right. Um, Heck yeah. He's pretty skilled cat. So there's going to be another thing that we're going to be bringing on to the, to the whole goon rules. Um, I don't know what the term I want to use, but that, that whole – I'm going to go ahead and call it an ecosystem. That's what, that's what Clint calls it. Yep. 
an ecosystem. That, that's what we're going to be building here with Goon Rules is an ecosystem. We're going to be having a training academy. We're going to be having uh, resources for you to not just pick up information but swag, uh, other ways to contact other instructors in, in, in different fields that are close to you. So, uh, yeah, just keep posted. We're going to be putting a lot of stuff. I think we're predominantly going to use uh, we're predominantly going to use the Instagram and yeah. I, I don't know. I think Instagram and and I'm trying to decide whether to just go strictly with Rumble or YouTube. I don't know yet. I'm kind of up in the air about that. You got any comments about that, Marcus or? Well, I think that I I don't know anything about Rumble, but uh, YouTube, regardless of how much I'm frustrated with it, is still. A, a great platform and a great resource for a lot of people to go to to get that information. So, yeah. So, any of you out there who hear this podcast, if you want to put your two cents in, uh, here's how you do yes. it. You go to when violence knocks gr at gmail dot com. Again, when violence knocks gr at gmail.com so if you got any comments questions please keep them constructive if you got comments please keep them constructive and insightful we really want to hear what you got to say right bro hell yeah we do yeah but don't don't message us if you just want to sit there and shit on us you can save that for something else yeah you can save you can save that for when you can do that to us in person how about that if yeah. you got something bad yeah. to say, wait till you see one of us in person. That's that'd be much more yeah, enlightening. Go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, much more enlightening. Right on. All right, so folks, that puts uh, this episode away. Uh, we just want to reach out to everybody out there and say happy 2021. Um, stay relentless. Don't quit. Yeah. Just go after it, brother. You got anything you want to leave with these folks? Nope, you did knock it out of the park. Just gonna smile and wave. Right on, right on. All right, folks. So we're going to go ahead and leave you guys with uh, the Bone Shaker soundtrack. And just remember, when violence knocks, what is it, brother? Knock back. <laughs> goon rules, baby. When violence knocks, goon rules. We'll see you guys out there. Take care. Peace.